0: Welcome to Holding Center, a podcast created to help you own and hold center stage, not only on show day, but also in your life. I'm your host, Ashley Markham, owner of MyoStrength, and joined with me is my co-host, Ashley Spoker, owner of b and Fit. Let's hold center. Yo, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, it's not Ashley, it's Eric. <laughs> it is if you can't tell yeah ashley does not sound like that she sounds more more of a badass less of a oh my god (laughs) (laughs) less of what everybody you sound like great
1: great start great start great start man happy happy to be here
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously guys Spilks is enjoying a wonderful vacation in hawaii with her family it is just a grand old time um i believe her boyfriend alex is also there and she also told me that her brother proposed to his longtime girlfriend so congratulations to ashley's brother and i hope they have a long and healthy like marriage and just a happy engagement what a, what a fun time that's cute that's cute dude Good for them imagine proposing in hawaii Like imagine proposing on a family vacation though yo that takes some balls i'm here for that i'm here for that like big ball mentality <laughs> definitely runs in the family because i know Spilks is Spilks is up there she has yeah it's been a while since you've been on the podcast i feel like the last podcast we did we talked about either relationships or dates or something like that when it comes to like balancing a relationship and bodybuilding is that right
1: i think so yeah. i think that's what we talked about it has been a minute though yeah for a while it was like the a- I was looking at the analytics and it was like the number three or four podcast, which I was very, very proud of. It's <laughs> um, really funny. But thankfully, thankfully, you've done better things since then. <laughs>
0: so, Yeah, that's probably a good thing. I'd be a little disappointed if you were like my like inciting moment. <laughs> yeah, so Everybody
1: needs to download this podcast like three or four times for my ego's sake. I want to try to beat John Jewett. You're never going to beat John Jewett. <laughs> Daddy John is going to just be at the top forever. Three time, 212 Olympian John Jewett. <laughs>
0: All right. No, but enough chit chat here. We're actually talking about a really cool topic today. It's something that I actually did a really cool um, Instagram post for shameless plug uh, plug for my Instagram. If you're not following me at the brunette bodybuilder, you're missing out. But essentially I kind of highlighted my, my journey in bodybuilding, but in a very different light. So I talked about, yes, the physical transformation, but also the mental one, because when I first got into bodybuilding, I was like, all over the place. Like my macros were a mess. I definitely did a bit. It's a it fits your macros approach gave no, no forward thinking to really what was going on inside my body regarding my health. And then I had the era of do or die all or nothing had to be perfect. And now I'm just kind of like at peace. And it's not that I'm still not hungry to compete. And it's not that I'm not hungry to, you know, get on a national stage one day and battle it out for my pro card. But I've also gotten to the point where I understand personhood and understand how hobbies are kind of like the ultimate form of peace and stress management and how that has made me not only a better athlete coach and just overall a better person. I think you would agree. And you've also seen kind of like that three, three and a half year evolution since you've been married to me for, you know, almost six years.
1: Yeah. I mean, there definitely has been a lot of change. Um, like I remember, I remember when you first got into bodybuilding, I'm sure we've talked about this or or I'm sure you talked about this on the podcast before. Right. But basically you were like, you did like a month long shred, like a little competition thing. Um, And that that's kind of what like sparked it. Right. This like, oh, hey, um, like I can, I can get into bodybuilding. and I can do this thing. And I remember you back then, like, health and health and fitness was like everything to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: right like I I, I always I, th- I think about it like this right like if we had if we had gone on a first date then and I had that you would have been like oh what are you interested in I would, I would have listed a whole bunch of things I'd be like oh what are you interested in And you'd be like oh well I do health and fitness right I'm a personal trainer you know I'm getting into online coaching right I'm like oh that's cool what else and then it would have just been silence. It would have been static. Yeah. It would have been <laughs> like,
0: um, I like going to the gym and I like tracking my macro. Like, there was nothing else to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I had essentially allowed fitness and bodybuilding to just consume me as a person. And I know a lot of newer, younger athletes like tend to do this as well as they get really excited about something. And bodybuilding is obviously very regimented. It's like you track your macros, you're, you're tracking your water you know, you're tracking your lifts in the gym with your logbook, taking your supplements, like bodybuilding is a very regimented thing. And in a lot of ways, that's a great thing. It's great to have a schedule. It's great to have this routine. And in a lot of ways, like that is like the discipline actions of bodybuilding that is in my opinion, very healthy. Mm -hmm. But then obviously the whole sport of bodybuilding as a whole can be unhealthy when you are looking at like what contest prep does to you. And, you know, if you're using like exogenous hormones, anabolics, other PEDs types of things. That's where it can get a little dicey, but as a whole, you're eating good, healthy, nutritious meals. You're drinking your water, you know, taking health subs to support your organs. But my thing is, is I had to be perfect. Like I left no room for the other things that I used to enjoy. And I used to really enjoy baking, like, especially baking cakes. Cause that's something that I did with my mom before she got super sick. Yeah. Or I would cook nice meals for you. Like when we first started dating, holy shit.
1: Yeah, I remember when we first started dating. Um you were you were always baking, right? Cuz you did all those bake sales at yeah. school. Um and I remember I, you would make these huge brownies, right? They were like they were like the size of bricks, basically. Oh, yeah. They were massive and they had like whole whole ass peanut butter cups inside the brownies, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I fell in love with you. <laughs>
0: also why like, I feel like collectively the the high school put on like 50 pounds, but (laughs) yeah, that was the thing is I like enjoyed baking and making desserts and cooking nice meals for people that I love. Like I also enjoyed gardening. Um, you know, I enjoyed like doing other activities outside of just lifting weights. But when I first got into bodybuilding, you know, I allowed that to consume my personality because I thought that's what was going to make me a winner. And in some cases, like you need to have that, that regimen and that discipline, especially in contest prep, because contest prep is a different thing. And so kind of the the focus of this podcast is not talking about contest prep, because that's like a different beast to tackle. But as far as like in the off season and growth phases, like I stopped playing, you know, like I stopped having fun and I was essentially forcing myself to suffer in a way that was unnecessary and unproductive toward, you know, my physique goals. It's where I stressed over was the reason why I held myself back. And it was just destructive. And you've been there on the days where I'm comparing myself and it's like, oh, I'm not making progress. Like, I'm sure that must've been so frustrating to you to see your wife, you know, who is a very like, you know, narrow scope, Person, when it comes to like hobbies and interests, and you're kind of like a jack of all trades over there.
1: Yeah, I bet. I guess. I guess we should explain that. Um, so, if it's not obvious from the coaching and the bodybuilding and the Instagram and the podcast and everything, uh, Ashley really likes health and fitness, like like a lot, <laughs> right? It's her. It's her hobby, and it's her career, right? And you know, when she comes comes home home from work, in quotes at the end of the day, it's what she talks about. Right. Yeah. Um, and for a long time that was about it. Like that was everything to you. Yeah. I am the exact opposite, Like Not even necessarily in a good way. Right. Like I have work and work is whatever, but I also have a myriad of ever changing interests. (laughs) Like in, um, starting back from college, I can remember spending time, um, brewing beer uh recently i've been into into woodworking you know i like i like to go shooting i like to go backpacking um what are some of the other oh uh, i really i liked for a while i was really into designing board games Mm -hmm. um more more recently i've been playing like dnd dungeons and dragons with some of my friends right like uh i did a little bit of a, a couple like months where i was wholly convinced i was going to design a video game um so i i mean i i've, I've got I, I bounce a lot right but it's just i get interested in a lot of different things um and i realize that well part part of what i'm interested in is spending my time and my my energy learning new things right so that's why i end up having this these myriad of hobbies and things like that right but um because of that, I mean, I've always been that way. Yeah. And because of that, it was always so hard for me to understand why you were into like one thing, right? Yeah. It was always one thing. And, you know, there's advantages and disadvantages, right? Because, like, if you spend all your time and energy on that one thing, uh, you should get pretty good at it. Yeah. But if it's something like bodybuilding and you need to do it for a long time to get good at it, right? when you have hard days with bodybuilding and you have nothing else in your life, those days are going to be really fucking hard.
0: And they were. Yeah. And they really were like, especially when I was struggling with my depression, like back in 2020 when I had to leave my first coaching job from being overworked and not sleeping. Like, you know, I had to quit coaching and I found my identity as a coach and obviously my bodybuilding wasn't thriving because you know, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't feeling good. And that's why I got so heavily depressed and wanted to commit suicide because I had nothing else. Like to yeah. me, I was nothing else. Yeah. And holy shit, like defined identity and just being a bodybuilder. Like I look back and I am sad for that. Ashley, I am sad for that past version of myself because I unnecessarily suffered at my own doing. Yeah. And that was really hard to accept. It was hard to accept that I had no one to blame, but myself, because I had allowed that to happen by the actions and decisions that I took. And it wasn't until I started this like bullshit distillery job, because you were at the time you thought you wanted to own a distillery <laughs> and you were reading all the distilling books, uh, like learning about all of these different things. And I was like, well, listen, like, obviously I'm not doing so hot over here. With my mental health. So, why don't I do something that's completely out of my norm? I know nothing about distilling. I don't drink. I don't care to drink. I don't want to drink, but I wanted to support you because you at the time were my only source of happiness. And so I was like, I need to do this. So, I feel some type of way and I feel like I can support you. And that's how I started to feel a little bit better by one doing something that was out of my comfort zone, out of my wheelhouse but then also reading that one sleep book where essentially it was just like, stop giving a fuck. Yeah. You know, it was like, stop placing so much emphasis on being perfect and trying to like mold your life around sleep. And that's when I started to get better Is I started to be more diversified. And although I no longer work at that place of employment, it was a place for me to be around other people that had different hobbies and interests, likes and dislikes. And it helped me to broaden my horizons because during that time I had lost myself in bodybuilding and deep down, I was miserable because I wasn't playing. I wasn't having fun. Like I thought I was okay, but it wasn't until I got to this spot right now where I'm, you know, excited for spring because I have a little plant nursery right now and I have my little plant babies and they're thriving and growing. And I might completely fuck this up and it might completely fall flat on its face. I might not get one fucking tomato, but at the end of the day, it is something new and sure. You can him and ha be like, yeah, well, you're gardening and that's health and fitness because nutrition, but it's not about health and fitness. And that's the thing is my mentality is about fun. I'm trying to learn a new skill and diversify my portfolio, so to speak. But if I fail and fuck this up, you know, yeah, we're out, you know, a few hundred bucks from trying to have a nursery. But at the end of the day, like it was fun. Yeah. It was fun in the process.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's more like, you know, we spent a few hundred bucks so you would have the opportunity to garden and maybe we'll get some vegetables. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's really what's happening. I mean, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just how hobbies work. Right. Like, you know, I spent, um I spent a little bit of cash recently on some tools so I could, you know, learn how to do woodworking better. Right. And yeah. maybe we'll get some furniture out of it, you know? Right. So it's like that money, that money's gone. The thing you're spending money on is, um is enjoying yourself. Right. But enjoying yourself in kind of a, a a longer lasting, more fulfilling way than just like I don't know, like going to the movies or doing like a night out drinking or something. Exactly, and
0: like obviously we tried a different thing. Like I wanted to try adult coloring, so you got me this like cat coloring book where it's a bunch of cats being assholes. And I tried the coloring thing, but then I noticed that my perfectionism started to kick in by making sure like the colors looked nice. I was coloring inside the lines. Essentially, I was trying to take what should have been a very fun, relaxing project, just something to do to just kind of like, just be a person and exist. I started to feel like my OCD was kicking in and it just, was no longer enjoyable. So that was a lesson learned. But then that got me thinking with all of these colorful markers that, oh, I really like hidden picture books. And for those of you that don't know, like they're essentially these drawn pictures that have hidden objects hidden within the picture. And that's something that I always did with my mom and papa when I was a little girl and I loved it. Right. Like it was fun to get frustrated to find like a fucking boomerang in someone's elbow, you know, it's like silly things like that, yeah. that I know I would enjoy. And so now I'm going to like go and buy a couple of those to do, because I already know I enjoy those. It's not about being good. It's about enjoyment. And ever since I started to do more hobbies and relax and have fun, like, I've seen even more progress and have a better relationship with myself, my body, the people that I love in my life. I've seen better growth from my business because I am just happier. And I'm sure you've noticed that immensely. Yeah. You've definitely
1: chilled the fuck out.
0: Yeah. Like (laughs) I take what I need to take seriously. And I don't want that to come across as like, oh, you're just fucking around. Like, no, I am still regimented. I am still on
1: my shit. Here's, here's the thing. Chilling out. I mean, having other things in your life besides bodybuilding helps you chill out. Yeah. And if you're not chilled out, you're a worse bodybuilder. Yeah. Like when you were wildly depressed, not sleeping because bodybuilding and coaching was the only thing in your life, you were not being a good bodybuilder. No. Right. You were not going to be successful if you stayed like that right right so um finding finding ways out of that was actually the best thing for you and what you needed to do was to care less about bodybuilding yeah like at the end of the day that's what it was you needed you needed to care less and it could have been anything else that would have helped you to care less right it was i think in this case it was kind of it was kind of the job and the distillery right and maybe some other things that were going on and getting back into hobbies and whatever. But, but you know, it, it, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be a hobby. It can be, you know, rekindling friendships. It could be, it could have been, you know, it could have been whatever. It could have been friendships. It could have been hobbies. It could have been a job. It could have been a new pet. It could have been, it just had to be something. Anything else. It just, you needed something else to care about to put bodybuilding into perspective, right? Because it's it's just not that important. Yeah. Like most things in life, it's just not that important. Like to me, it will always be important, but
0: now I understand the significance of its importance Mm -hmm. when it comes to Mm -hmm. taking care of me as a person and my mental health and, you know, making sure that I create time to play and have hobbies and, you know, again, have a source of identity and personhood outside of health and fitness. And, you know, maybe it's, you know, baking you bread or trying a new recipe or, you know, doing literally anything else. Like I know we were just on a nice walk yeah. because we didn't train today because I wasn't feeling good with my gut. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it's like a sickness or if it's just a one-time thing, it's like, I'm not going to want to risk infecting other people if it is like some type of stomach thing. But also I understand that if I go to the gym while I'm not feeling my best, not only is the lift going to suck, but then I'm going to perpetuating whatever it is Downstream. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I know you had a tough time with that today because you were hesitant to not go to the gym, which I mean I get, Mm -hmm. right? But you know, a year and a half ago, two years ago.
0: I would have been at the gym.
1: You would have been at the gym. Yep. And if I had told if I had told you not to go, it would have been, I mean, it would have been an argument. It would have been a fight. It would have been a fight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, you're holding me back, blah, 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 blah. Like it was just awful. Like I was awful to myself. I was awful to your wife. Mm. And like that at the end of the day also helped because when I was going through. Especially the depression but it, even in the aftermath after recovering from the depression like something that you helped me to, to focus on is you would say this phrase be kind to my wife today mm-hmm. and it helped me to realize that even if I'm struggling internally with whatever like I am still someone to someone else yeah and so even if I like was just beating myself up mentally and like, didn't give a fuck about myself. I still mean something to you. Mm -hmm. And that helped me to show and show the importance of regaining my identity just outside of bodybuilding outside, you know, being a functional health and bodybuilding coach, because like, I'm still a wife. I'm still a cat mom. I'm someone's daughter, granddaughter, sister, aunt, like At the end of the day, when I am done bodybuilding and I hang up my heels, hang up my suit, I am still a person and I need to learn how to function like one. And when I say be done with bodybuilding, I specifically mean competitive bodybuilding because once a bodybuilder, always a bodybuilder, in my opinion, if you truly love and live the lifestyle, like I will always want to eat for my health, right? I will always want to be engaged in some form of exercise, specifically weight training, you know, I will always want to take care of my physical and mental self because I place a high importance on that. We both do. But back then I saw the world in black and white, but now I see things in color. And let me tell you, that shit is absolutely beautiful. It is beautiful to see color (laughs) in the world because- there's just so much to explore outside the realm of bodybuilding. And that was hard for me to accept thinking that I wasn't a good bodybuilder if I saw the world like that, but it makes me a better bodybuilder when I understand the role of personhood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and the tough thing was, right, is you just saw yourself as a bodybuilder. Yeah, like, I am a bodybuilder, like period.
0: And
1: so if you weren't
0: it, to me it was like if I, you know, didn't take this seriously, I was a less of a bodybuilder. That's yeah. why it was like I hey, think it was black or white. If yeah. I'm not like on my shit perfection all the time, not having fun, suffering, blah, then I sucked.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it was and that's since that's who you were as a person, right? You're like, if I'm not a good bodybuilder, I'm not a good person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And so you just, I mean, you need you need more things in your life. Like obviously you can't care about everything, right? You gotta pick some stuff to care about, right? But you know. Like, I remember when I was um, doing shift work, working like 12 hour days, ha- hating life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if I would have a rough day, you know, um, the thing I would be thinking about is like, hey, it's like, I'm looking forward to being being home, to to not be a nuclear engineer anymore and start being a husband. Yeah. Right. Because I, and I a, enjoy that much more. Right. And, you know, those other things that are important to me provide kind of like an escape, like a refuge from the, the shit that sucks sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But like, you know, during that time, I forgot I was a wife. Like I forgot I was other things because I was so focused on myself and my mental health and bodybuilding that like I obviously missed out on so much stuff and it was just difficult at first but at
1: the end of the day like we got through it together and it was hard but fuck yeah it would have been easier to learn the lesson some other way but that's just not what happened um (laughs) I disagree I mean easier sure so so I agree with you there but
0: sometimes you have to learn things the hard way in order for that to be a huge wake-up call like your body has to literally stop and shut down to sometimes get you to wake the fuck up Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. kind of like the thing with some of these like people like me that are type a you know high functioning anxiety ocd type people where we have to essentially be our bodies essentially have to shut down
1: for us to be like hmm yeah
0: maybe i should slow down
1: yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's not me I'd stop way before then. I give up way before
0: then. (laughs) Right, absolutely. But that just goes to show you the difference in personalities, personhood, and all of that stuff. Like we are, in a lot of ways, polar opposites. Like again, I'm a very like focused person. It comes to like doing one thing and one thing well. And like I said, you're a jack of all trades. Yeah, you're very calm, and you need someone to kick you in the ass to kind of get going sometimes. Mm -hmm. Which is why I'm good for you and. I need someone to tell me to slow the fuck down, which is why you're good for me. Yeah. Like we definitely balance each other out.
1: Yeah. You need a you need a bucket of cold water sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need fucking Antarctica. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. Uh. But yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's important for people to realize that you can still be in love with bodybuilding and or just even love bodybuilding, but also to be a person.
1: Yeah. I mean you kind of of need to be a person right yeah i mean yeah you you need a life right like if you if you think about yourself going on that first date right um and they ask you what you're interested in and you talk about health and fitness for an hour or really anything for an hour and they say okay that's great what else and you're drawing a blank right or you're or you're thinking like oh let me just lie real quick right? You need a life.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. That's something that I started implementing with my clients is in their, you know, in their first form that forms that they send me, like I ask about like, how do you spend your time? Like include hobbies. And if I just see gym, meal prep, walks, Instagram, like that's a red flag for me. Cause that tells me that you don't have a life outside of this. So then it comes to the the exploration as their coach to be like, what did you do? before bodybuilding what did you do before the gym and they'll you know they'll kind of light up and be like oh I did all of these things I'm like okay we need to create a schedule so you can be still successful with your programming and your physique goals and bodybuilding goals but also be a person outside yeah and not only does this get them to like wake up to realize, holy shit, like I stopped doing all these things because of bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. It makes them much more adherent because they're no longer just suffering through bodybuilding. They're also living their life and being a successful bodybuilder because they are less stressed. They're getting more enjoyment out of life. They're genuinely happy. So they're progressing better and progressing quicker, which is the exact damn thing that I experienced. And I noticed when I decided
1: to be more than just a bodybuilder. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, it's the balance, right? Like with Mm -hmm. physique development, you need, you need the stresses and you need the recovery, right? Yeah. And some people are really, really great at the stresses, right? They know how to, they know how to go to the gym and hit it fucking hard, Mm -hmm. you know but they're not so great at the recovery, right? And you're not, you're not gonna recover if you're not, you know, obviously taking care of yourself, but also, Taking care of your mental state, right? Yeah. If you're stressed out all the time, or, or, or depressed, or something like that, then you know that's that's probably a little more important.
0: Yeah, it definitely. Is. So, to anyone struggling with personhood or finding out who they are outside of bodybuilding, I encourage you just to try new things. Be okay with not being good at them, right? Because when you first started bodybuilding first started tracking macros, you fucked up so much, right? But the yeah. thing is, is you kept at it. You kept going to the gym. You kept trying to, you know, dial in your nutrition. You kept trying, you showed up for yourself. Do the same with hobbies. But the thing is like for that enjoyment aspect is don't be perfect with it. Like yeah, learn a new skill, be okay with, like I said, trying new things and sucking at them. And if you find that you genuinely don't like it, like with me and coloring, that's okay. Yeah. Like it's a coloring book for Christ's sake. Like I, I, but I, because of that coloring experience, it reminded me that I like
1: those like word, the picture searches, you yeah. know?
0: And that to me was a win.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like some people have a hard time starting hobbies, Um, especially really type A people have a hard time starting hobbies because they feel like they have to be successful at yep. their hobby, right? <laughs> They've got to be great at it, you know? Well, th- and, I mean- Hobbies frequently are skills, right? Like yeah. learning an instrument or, um, you know, brewing a good beer or something like that, right? It takes some skill and it takes some learning. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to be good at it. You're going to be bad yeah. at it. That's that's uh, honestly kind of the point. Is moving from being bad to being good is is the pleasure of the process. Um, so the key is to fail fast, right? like spend a little bit of money, a little bit of money on just the things you barely need, and then do something simple poorly. And that's the best way to start a hobby, right? Just get out there and fail as quickly as possible, right? Like, you know, you want to get into woodworking? Okay, make the world's shittiest coffee table. (laughs) Do do it, right? Because you got to make the world's shittiest coffee table before you can make an okay coffee table before you can make an excellent coffee table, right? And and doing those things, for one, it will tell you whether or not you actually like this hobby, mm-hmm. right? Which is, it's really good to know before you drop thousands and thousands of dollars on something. Um, but it's also going to help you to take that first step. And, you know, moving from being bad to being good at something, which is like half the fun of doing something new, learning yeah. how to do it.
0: Just having fun in general, because you're playing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that's the thing that adults kind of forget is when you become adults, you have all these responsibilities, but we can take a lesson from kids where it's like they're using their imagination, you know, playing with imaginary friends, going out in sandboxes. I mean, maybe not this generation, but definitely our generation <laughs> when we were kids, you know, we played outside, we played it in the sand. Like, you know, we got messy we didn't care who was watching when we were like talking to our imaginary friends or you know beating up our friends with
1: lightsabers
0: you know like we played and did some dumb shit but at the end of the day we just
1: played and we didn't care we definitely i definitely cared who was watching when we were playing with the lightsabers right because like if 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 dad was watching it was all good but if mom came out right that was not that was no bueno we weren't supposed to be beating the crap out of each other with the lightsabers (laughs) And then someone would get pissed and you turn the lightsaber around. So the plastic, like the thick, heavy handle is the plastic hand that you're hitting with. It's like a big club.
0: Okay. Well, regardless (laughs) of that, regardless of you wailing on your friends at at the end of the day, you still had fun and you didn't necessarily care what people thought of you. Whereas as adults, we care too much what people think when at the end of the day, like do what makes you happy. like do. The, do fun things. Do things that you enjoy, and not only will you just enjoy your life better, and you'll stop like seeing the world in black and white, but then you also be better as a bodybuilder yeah. because you'll just be genuinely happier and less stressed. And when you're less stressed, you have better recovery, better training sessions. Like all of these things will just fall into place.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I know um, time is usually like a big, a big blocker for people. On stuff like this. But, you know, if you are stressing yourself out with health and fitness and you need something else in your life, probably a good double whammy is to cut out a little bit of the things that you do or whatever is stressing you out and use that time to do something that you enjoy. Right. Yeah. This is like the, the weighing out your eggs example. Exactly. Right. You don't really need to weigh out your eggs. Does it make you 0.001% better? Uh, maybe. Right. But at the cost of how much of your mental energy, right. And is it more important to you to weigh out your eggs? Or is it more important to, um, to be able to, I don't know, ba- bake a cake on the weekends or plant a garden?
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. And
0: for those of you that don't know, I did used to weigh out my eggs. So that's what he's referencing. That yeah.
1: killed me. Yeah. That that killed me. I remember being in the kitchen and you asking me about the weight of eggs and the, the ratio between the yolk and the white, mm-hmm. right? And I, I I didn't have an answer for you because I was like, I can't possibly matter. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think at the end of the day, um, that book that you bought me, The Baking Bible, mm-hmm. When she told me to weigh out my eggs, I I looked at you and I was like, we're returning this book because like for me, baking was meant to be fun. It was meant to be something that I could do to reconnect with, you know, things I used to do as a kid with my mom, because that's so special to me. And when this bitch was like, yeah, weigh out your eggs, because like the yolk matters and the egg white matters. It needs to be this temperature. I was like, hell to the no. This sucks. All the fun. Out of it, and if it's sucking the fun out of it, it's sucking the purpose out of it. So, like,
1: I was like, "Return the book." Yeah, give me something else. it was. It was. It was funny. I got. I got. Uh, for those, for those of you who don't know, the baking bible is a very, very hardcore technical, like, level um recipe book, essentially, right? Which is, you know, down to what the temperature of your ingredients should be when you're combining them. Yeah. Right. So. I got this for Ashley thinking like oh Ashley likes baking a lot of people like this book let me just get this shit and she opens it up reads like three or four pages I'm in like the bedroom or something I come back and she hands it to me she's like send this back
0: I mean I actually (laughs) didn't say that it was more along the lines of I really appreciate you supporting me and seeing me because that was really important to have you on the same page and you know, I was open and honest with you. I was like, listen, this book is stressing me out. It's, yeah. you know, making me not want to do this. So I think we should return it. And you were very loving and understanding, Um, but we did return it. But at the end of the day, just having your love and support for me, trying something not necessarily new, but something that I kind of put on the back burner meant a lot to me because, you know, all along you knew that you know, weighing up my eggs and trying to be point, you know, zero one percent better was costing me like 20% effort, which yeah. I was doing myself a disservice. But yeah. when I started to wake up and realize that it's just not that important, you were like
1: very, oh, smart. my God, you you told me you're like, hey, I want to get a little bit more into hobbies. I want to get back into baking. And I was like, hold the fucking phone. We will spend whatever money you want. Mm-hmm. You can have however much time you want to do this. We're fucking doing this. Yeah, you were like, "Thank God!" Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was so excited. Plus, I mean, I get I get cookies now, exactly. <laughs> so it's just bonus cookies, brownies, cakes. You all made me that coconut cake for my birthday damn that was fucking good. bro that coconut cake fucking slapped booty good.
0: cheese. let me tell you i had two fucking slices and i didn't give a fuck it, it was, was so, so good, good. It, was delicious. it was delicious but all that to say this guys stop weighing out your eggs start living life